today to another How Are You Today edition of Refine 90 Cinema. I'm actually really good. How are you, Alex? I'm a little tired today. Well, Feeling a little off. Well, but you know, it's, it's fine. We're doing an earlier rendition. So that means I get to drink wine earlier. It's true. And I'm going to have a bath with my, my new fangled bath accessory that I bought. Get ah. ready. I'm going to tell you about my bath accessory. Is it okay, uh, uh, water activated dildo? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? In my head, I was like, he's going to ask me if it's a dildo. <laughs> Which is exactly the reason why I didn't say what it was immediately. <laughs> because I wanted that commentary. <laughs> and then I got to have a little competition with myself to see if I was right. Uh, and I won. So you won that really, competition. You've outsmarted me. Really? Yes. Okay. For the content, though. All right. 100% for okay. the content. All right. I'll give, I'll, give that to, <laughs> I'll give that to you. It's for the show. It's further. You're, you're doing us a service by psychologically <laughs> manipulating me. I mean, that's that's just what friendship is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you just manipulate slight, one another until one of you dies. That's how it goes. A slight pause before you agree with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I bought I bought a bath caddy. Oh my my sister has one of is it like the tray? Yeah, like you put it over okay. top of you yeah, while you're bathing. And you can put like a book or your phone or like a glass of wine, for example, will fit into mine because it's a little wine slot. Or like a, are you going to bring like your laptop or like an iPad? No, no? I, okay. I plan on like reading slash watching anime in the bath. But like... Hentai? No, not hentai. <laughs> you ever tried masturbating in the bathtub? I, it's not fun. No, it's water not a good time. And, and genitals are good for washing, but they're not good for much else. No, not to mention the fact that uh, the things that the thing that comes out of male genitals <laughs> in water tends to be a little messier after you're out of the water, typically. It's not a good time, so... Right. Have you, have you ever... Like, I come on, you can't tell me you've never, like, done it in a shower and then, right. like, gotten out and been like, oh, God, what's that on my leg? I don't think so. Like three hours later, you're like, oh, crap, there's something weird that's like dry and hard on my leg. Oh, it's just that's from the shower. You don't wash yourself? I do, but it like doesn't. I don't know if it doesn't get off. You've seriously never had this issue? What is wrong with you? I. I wash myself. I don't you, know, my friend, what else need to, to have long showers more often. I don't know what else <laughs> to tell you. I just know. I, it's a theoretical situation. It's like, I'm just saying, okay. if you were in a bath okay. and you did that, yeah. odds are that there would be some on you when you got out and you wouldn't notice right okay, away. Okay, maybe. Yeah, oh, all right, all right. You know what I'm saying? And like, in the like, bath, it would be have like atrocious. A, you have, like, a leg hair that's, like, pulling and it hurts. Yeah, that's, that's what like, I mean. Is this leg hair stuck and hurt? See, exactly. You know exactly Sticky, what I'm talking about. So, you, you know, you just wanted to take the opportunity. I was trying to get you to develop your story. It's for the show, Alex. It's for our listeners. Okay. This manipulation is real this week, okay? <laughs> now I'm on the other side of it, and I'm not sure I'm okay with it. <laughs> You're like, I disagree with my earlier statements. <laughs> All right, so I have a story. Happy Cinco de Mayo, my friend. Oh, it's fucking, it's Cinco de Mayo today. It, it, well, it was yesterday. No, it's, it's yesterday. So, yeah. Michelle and I made enchiladas, and we started 
the the night by I found this margarita recipe and it's just a cup of tequila, half cup of uh what's it called? Orange curacao or oh no. Anyway, Blue orange, curacao, orange, orange liqueur, curacao. basically. And okay. then like six cups of ice, a few tablespoons of sugar and water and uh, simple syrup and lime juice. And I use some of that frozen lime juice stuff from the grocery store to make margaritas. So they were super, they were delicious, but super strong. And then she was all excited because she had this can of enchilada sauce and she got oh, it no. like we made a hello fresh like six months ago yeah and she like we like the recipe so she's like oh i'll get the stuff and we can make it another time and it, oh yeah i mean stuff do that all the time we have like good. seven recipes in our closet yeah. that, or not our closet our cupboard up there that we use from hello fresh so she pulls out this can of enchilada sauce <laughs> and it's in a can it's in a yeah it's not in a jar it's in a can that sounds she's like i got it like six months ago like it's it's good i look at the expiry date it's 2019 it's 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 over two years old at this point that's pretty sad so i'm like (laughs) i'm like i don't think we should use this she's like well it's like in a can like i'm sure it's good and it was still edible (laughs) okay it said mild on the can and I knew it was spicy, but I had already had a lot of margarita. So we made tacos and we like rolled up the tortilla and put it in a casserole. And I started putting the sauce and I'm like, I don't want crusty tortilla. So I'll cover it with the enchilada sauce. So wait, is crusty tortilla an actual thing or is that like, no, code like for you something? know, when, when you put like, when it gets, it'll get like crusty if you put it in the oven, like it'll get like I, toasted okay, and like hard. And I didn't want it to be hard, <laughs> so I wanted it to be soft and flaccid. So I doused it in, I had already put taco mix in with the meat. I doused it with this sauce, and it was so spicy that we, <laughs> in the middle of dinner, like we each took two bites, and she's like, my mouth is, we texted her neighbor to get emergency sour cream. And he brought you us had her neighbor some sour pick cream. You up emergency sour cream. <laughs> They're very good friends, so it wasn't like that weird. Why don't you just have sour cream? Everyone has sour cream. I, I cream. had sour cream at my house. I was not at my house, even though we <laughs> why went not milk. Why does it have together. to be sour cream? Why can't like well, you just, just like drink milk? Milk. I guess we could have just drank milk. I don't That's know. like the typical thing that you do when you're eating something too spicy remember i asked the waitress for a glass for of milk that one time shots of milk i was like this these wings are too spicy can i have some milk and then i went and threw up everywhere because i couldn't wait. we we have to go we have to go now <laughs> oh, okay well because you know milk and alcohol don't really don't really mix very well no so that was my story they were delicious once they were doused in sour cream and and I, mean, I bet they were it's kind of like you know when you go to like Buffalo Wild Wings, and you get like really spicy wings. Right. They usually taste way better with like ranch on them or something. Oh, because for sure. Because it kind of milds out, milds it out a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I get it. Weird. We need to go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Can we do that's that? That's like our, that's, it's weird that uh, it's like our place. Yeah, but like, it's because it's good food. Well, they well only when wings. they have like the cheap Tuesdays. But, so that's why you go on a cheap Tuesday. 
We've been like the last weekend, Steph painted our downstairs bathroom and up next weekend we're going to paint. Well, this coming weekend, we're going to paint upstairs. Very cool. So that's pretty cool. We're going to get all that done. And then I can move my desk and my computer back upstairs finally because Is Cooper's like downstairs? all better now. Well, yeah, because I just had Cooper's appointment for two months mm-hmm. after his surgery this weekend. So now he's like all better or not all better, but he can be left alone a little more and he's okay. So, so that'll be nice. Did you, did you hear we have like a million cases in Halifax right now? No, we're still locked down. So I'm working from home and I got my first dose last week. It was very well organized. I'll be able to get mine relatively soon too, which will be nice. Did you put your ball under the thing again? God damn it, Cooper. This is a new segment of Refined 90 Cinema. It's called Alex Argues It Dog. I got his ball for him. It's all good. Is it Cooper? Alex what gets do you want? dog's ball, which is different than dog's balls. <laughs> Those are two different segments. I feel like we have like a bathroom talk segment now, too. It's true. Every week we've been talking about some bathroom it's situation, true. kind of kind of Let's involuntarily. See. The one week I asked you the question, but now it's kind of just something that comes Let's up. See. Okay, here's one. If you're in the bath, if you're if you're relaxing, taking a nice tub, and taking a nice taking tub, a tub, taking a soak <laughs> in the tub, do you if if so like obviously like you don't put the water all the way hot when you're filling the tub. You mix a little I bit do. of cold. No, because then it's too hot and it burns you. Like, as hot as you can handle, that's usually what right. I'll do. If it gets too cold and you're in the tub, do you add more hot water or do you do you drain the tub a little bit first and then add more hot water or do you just add more hot water? I, I've been in that situation in the past and not recently because I've sort of learned how to fill up the tub in, the, in a way that like the bath stays hot the entire time I'm in there. What is your method, sir? I, I will put the hot water on full blast when I need to add, when I need to make my, my bath hotter. And then I'll unplug the drain and just let the water filter in. Uh. And you do the little swoosh so that it's like a little whirlpool and it filters the hot water to the back and the cold water back to the front. And then it starts heating it up a little bit more. And then you plug it when it gets warm enough. I'm a bath master, by the way. I've been having baths you're a, since I was you're like... a tub expert? Yeah, I came straight out of the womb into the bath. Oh, a home birth. Yeah. <laughs> Something tells me your mother was in a hospital, knowing her. <laughs> she, she super was. She is but like I mean, the least hippie slash like new age person you could ever meet. My mom in is the insane, best way. Man. She she sat in in her van for eight hours the other day, waiting for a cat to come and get into her trap, so she could trap it and like. Save it and its kittens. Okay, she is. She's like she saves cats. Yeah, she she like she like rescues stray cats or like cats that shouldn't be where they are or lost cats or whatever by trapping them and then she'll like foster them for a little bit and then she 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 adopts them out to like new owners or families that that'll treat them well um, and she gets them like fixed and neutered and all this other stuff. But she sat in her van for eight hours. <laughs> That's crazy. And immediately after she told me about it, she was like. Talking about how driving for 11 hours is such a big deal. And what she would, did she, she would do hate for that. eight hours in the car? I don't know. <laughs> Went on Facebook or something? I was, I was like, how are you not dead? If I sat in my car for eight hours how with no brakes, dead? with no brakes, my body would be so sore. Well, you'd have to pee. She didn't leave the van to pee, Brendan. She peed herself? No. 
she has methods, but it's like she didn't want to scare away the cat, so she stayed in the van for the straight eight hours. She, you, you're aware of your mother's trapped in the car piss methods. <laughs> yeah, All we right. have a very open family. Uh, we talk about everything. <laughs> you're forgetting that this is the same person who like. When I turned 16, just guy came in my room and threw me a box of condoms and, and was like, anything. use them. <laughs> she was like, you better use them. And she's like, next week I'll tell you what to do if you're in a car for eight hours. Like, I don't know. Whatever, man. I love this my family. This is why I love you. My family's dope. <laughs> I feel really grateful to have grown up in the family I've grown up in. Now that I've seen other people's families for like 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a lot of families that are like, you guys don't tell each other anything or talk about anything. And I don't understand why. I don't know, man. I, I'm just grateful that I can literally talk to my family about anything. It doesn't matter. I could say like the weirdest shit and they don't even care. But well, that's that ends our segment this week of tub piss talk. <laughs> tub piss talk. <laughs> why can't you just call it bathroom talk? Bath- Brandon? Okay. Bathroom talk. Or like, I don't know. Bubble bath talk. Bath talk. Bubble, Mr. Bubble talk. <laughs> what lies below? <laughs> when the bubbles... When the bubbles part. Blow. <laughs> when the bubbles part. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, my Lord. Don't part should the we, bubbles. Should we start the movie? Or I feel we, like we should start should the movie. We, well, what are you drinking? Are you drinking wine? I have a Creamore Premium Lager. You're drinking a lager? A La- lager. A lager. I'll probably get wine next. I'm drinking the rest of the Carmenere. Car- Carmenere. Car- Car- the-, the wine I drank last week. So that <laughs> means forget. it's good. <laughs> yes, it's What are we good. watching this week, Alex? We're watching The Sixth Sense. With Bruce Willis and Haley Joel Osment. And I have a feeling I have a sixth sense. That it's going to be unlike anything we've ever watched before. It's true. Dexter thinks so too, apparently. Why? Why when I start doing things that involve me recording my voice, do you have to meow at me like this? Why can't you do it for like the other eight hours of the day when I don't care? On this episode of Refined 90s Cinema with Alex and Brendan. And our guest stars, Cooper and Dexter. I, well, Dexter has interrupted many times, and I've just left yeah, it in. Yeah, he always <laughs> Meow, meow, meow. Have you, you've seen this movie before? I actually don't think I have. Oh. I think I've seen scenes from it, but I've never seen it all the way through. Because I remember, I remember parts of it. Like, there's one where he's, like, looking out the window or looking up at a house into the window, and he sees, like... like a girl or something and then there's other parts that i vaguely remember like him being in the hospital or something and he sees someone and like stuff like that but i don't remember the whole movie or like the the chain of events or anything like that so i guess i'll find out i'll probably remember more when we watch it i watched a video the okay before we start the movie i gotta tell one more story because it fucking it was like the funniest thing i've seen in in ages okay it made me laugh so hard i was watching a tiktok and it was just like a 20-minute video. And this dude, apparently if you drink like sparkling water or like sparkling soda, yeah. it's got so much it's carbonation ca- it's very in it. carbonated. Yeah, it's like the most carbonated thing that you can drink. That like you can't chug a whole can without burping or it's like incredibly it, like, like painful and bad back. for you. It's like, and it's those sharp burps. Like that yeah, hurt exactly. your esophagus. 
So I watched a video of a guy all confident, like, your guy might be able to bench 300 pounds, but can he drink a sparkling water without burping? And then he, like, chugged the whole can, like, halfway through it. Oh, he, like, no. he, like, spit up a bunch, and he was like, oh, shit, what do I do? And he, like, uncontrollably started burping, and then he started trying to run back in his house, and he smacked his head off his garage door. I was dead. I was on the fucking ground and I watched the video like 20 times and I was in tears laughing because it was so funny. That's good. I will find it okay. and we can put it in the show notes so people can watch it. But my God, was it funny. <laughs> <laughs> I just love watching people do stupid shit that does not end well for them. And I don't know why I like this. Maybe I am like a sadistic person or something, but I get, I get enjoyment out of others' pain if it's if the pain is warranted. If it's in a 20-second TikTok. Yeah, and if it's warranted. Like, if you're being an idiot, you deserve it. I'm sorry. Okay? Anyway. That, that's my little spiel about TikTok for this week. I feel like I talk about TikTok a lot, too, but it's it's a, it's a pretty, feel like pretty large like guilty pleasure of mine. And started using it again three or four times since we started the podcast. Dude, I've never once deleted TikTok. Oh, I thought you were like, I'm not sleeping. No, fuck that. I I never once deleted TikTok. That shit's staying on my phone till I'm 90. <laughs> you okay, Cooper? <laughs> I'm having an animal issue tonight, dude. <laughs> Clearly. All right, let's start the movie. Let's do it. Hollywood Pictures just popped up. Oh, now there's like an ominous sound it in the background. It starts very low. Dude, Spyglass Entertainment. Isn't that the same company that did The Cage or whatever? Or The Cube? Is it? I think so. I need to look it up. No, it was Trimark that did the cube. Never mind. Close. Sick. I couldn't hear anything. Donnie Wahlberg of the Wahlbergers. Hey, by the way, mm. is this movie like really serious? Is this going to be another fucking The Good Son situation? Yeah, this movie is super serious. Haley, Dude, The, Joel good, the good Son fucked me up. My mind was like completely broken after watching that movie. Macaulay Culkin as like an evil child blew my mind. Lay down. <laughs> so for this movie, he didn't win any, but he was nominated for an Academy Award, a Broadcast Film Critics Association Award, a gold and a Golden Globe. Bruce Willis was? Uh, Haley Joel Osment. Oh. He was, overall, the film was nominated for six Academy Awards and four British Academy Film Awards, but won none. Jeez. It won three awards from the People's Choice Awards, with Bruce Willis being honored. So it won a ton of awards. And the Writers Guild of America in 2013 ranked the screenplay number 50 on its list of 101 greatest screenplays ever written, which means nothing. And the American Film Institute has listed it multiple times on different lists. I mean, it makes sense. It's a really, really popular And it launched movie. M. Night Shyamalan's career. Oh, man. He's had such a career since this movie. To get any movie he wanted for the rest of his life. He's had such a crazy career since this movie, too. This makes me happy. I don't know what it is about movies nowadays, but they don't do shit like this anymore with the camera. Like, they don't do weird film effects or, like, put the camera behind a bookcase or a wine rack. I don't know if it's just kind of like the times have gone past that, but I love shots like this. I think like a point awesome. of view. From like behind the rack. Mm. It gives you the assumption that someone's watching. It closes you in. It, it, it puts you on edge as a viewer. 
It's it's kind of like the uh, the usual suspects. They had a lot of shots from an on- omniscient perspective in that movie, where like you felt like you were the person mm. watching everyone. I actually learned a fun film fact the other day too that kind of blew my mind. It's uh, you know those shots where like a camera's zooming in and it's a person in a mirror, uh-huh. and then it, it keeps zooming in, but it just goes to a front view of them instead, and you're like, yeah. how did that even happen? Like I don't get it. It's because the mirror is not a mirror. It's a pane of glass and the actual actress or actor is on the other side of it. And there's a stunt double on the same side. Oh. Of the and then they like bend down to spit when they're brushing their teeth or something and they get back up, except they get back up on the other side because the camera has gone past them now. Huh. I know. It's so cool. Film magic. So clearly a very gifted child psychologist. Yeah, he- yeah, he's he's a child psychologist, isn't he? Because he meets this kid, and the kid is the one that sees dead people. Spoiler alert, my bad. Well, this movie, this thank you for listening to this episode of Refine Ninety Cinema. If you haven't seen the movie, you should probably watch it before you listen to the podcast. Anyway, this is episode thirty. <laughs> yeah, we're we're like almost to a third of a hundred episodes. We're in the third. If yeah, thirty three point three 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 three. We'll have to do a quick hits in between 33 and 34 so that we can say we're like a third of the way there. Ooh, get it, Bruce. Why is, oh, is that his award? I guess so. It's just like on the chair, like hang it up. Yeah, it looks like it looks like it's going to fall off or something. She played in a lot of movies back in the 90s. Eh? As did Mr. Diehard himself. Mr. Diehard himself. He has a very polarizing, uh, uh, people, directors and people in the industry who've worked with him, from what I hear, people have very differing views. Kevin Smith totally disparages him and says he's an asshole and a dick. But then other people say he's good to work with and he's not just looking for a paycheck. Bruce Willis? Yeah. Oh, well, that's nice. Like in his book, Kevin Smith writes about Either in Tough Shit, I think it's in Tough Shit, he talks about directing Cop Out with Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan and what a jerk Bruce Willis was. Man, that sucks. Just rude and... Apparently, like, a lot of... What the hell? Someone broke into their house and is now standing in their bathroom mostly naked? Oh, it's it's a kid with a mental illness that has broken into their house. I get it. It's one of his clients. Yeah. Oh, he was a patient of his when he was a child, and now he's yeah, now he's older. And he kind of looks like a he looks like a younger Steve Buscemi a little bit. He does kind of. Oh, I just feel bad for the kid. I do too. He's fucking jacked though. Jesus, the tidy whities didn't age well. They also no, they look really disgusting. Didn't. Oh, Bruce Willis is recalling who, which kid it was. You don't get dialogue like this in movies nowadays very much either. It's very like you can feel the intensity. How yeah, it's really well. It's really well done. Oh, he shot Bruce Willis and then shot himself. What a night to get an award, man! Congrats. I'm Herbist Dinesh. Oh, Sued. I think it's supposed to say South Philadelphia. Yeah, it is. Born and raised. I think it's West. Speaking of Fresh Prince, did you see they did a reunion on no, HBO? I haven't watched it yet, but it doesn't really surprise me. They did like a friend. They did like a thirty-year leader reunion or something. They're doing reunions for all the 90s shows because they know the 90s kids will watch. Seinfeld. So now he's watching a kid. So clearly he just stalks people like a fucking creep. No, he's he's going to be his therapist. But he's, he cares more about his job now because he knows what happened with that other kid. Man, I got to watch more old movies. 
The way this is filmed you know, is so good. We have good. a podcast where we watch old movies. I know, but like I need to watch them all the time because this is like I've watched some newer movies recently and I just haven't been satisfied and I'm already like so satisfied with this movie the way it's being filmed and like the way everything looks and it's fun. It's fun watching older movies from a perspective where you've never seen them before. HJO goes into a church. I'm going to just start calling him H Joe. <laughs> Handjob goes into a church. <laughs> H.J.O. is on the move. H.J.O. South Philadelphia, 1999. Playing with, he's playing with a toy soldier. Those are some cool figures. Yeah, no kidding. They're very detailed. Nowadays, you'd pay $20 for one of those. He speaks Latin. Oh, no. He has a bunch of cuts on his arm. Like self-harm type injuries. I... I don't think that there's self-harm cuts though in this oh, movie, are they? I don't know. They're from one of they're from one of the people he sees or something. Like a vengeful spirit or something like that. Mm. He kinda looks like Zack and Cody. He sorta a does, eh? <laughs> Maybe he was the OG Zack and Cody. He was the inspiration for their parents to have sex. He stole like a wise man. Oh my god. Robert. He stole from the church. How dare he put that kid in prison? Credits. <laughs> Credits roll. The kid's in prison. It's actually the kid that came back and shot him. <laughs> you failed me. His wife, like, traumatized now. I would be if someone broke into my home with a gun. Seriously. I would have to move. Look, they have bars on their window now. What a cool doorknob. That's such a 90s doorknob. It's like a bright red DK. He's going through some old files. Old books, old files. Bruce Willis is such a good study. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him doing his homework. Oh, he's writing down what he said. That's why he's using the dictionary. He's looking up the Latin. Why does he have a Latin English dictionary just laying around? It was like in his old notes or something. Like his school, I'm assuming it's his. Out of the depths, I cry to you, O Lord. So it's like a prayer. Yeah, the kid goes to the church to pray. Interesting. Never heard of that before. What a loser. This is a, like a really, like that was a really shrill shot. We just like stared at a statue from the church while like a pier- ear piercing noise started getting louder and louder. Your Cocoa Puffs are getting soggy. I like soggy Cocoa Puffs. Why is he wearing a suit to breakfast? I don't know. He's a proper gentleman. She leaves the room and all the cupboards and drawers are open. I like that camera shake. Yeah, he looks terrified. The kid looks terrified right now. She left and then came back and all the doors and everything were open and she was like, what the hell? He told her she was looking for the, he was looking for the Pop-Tarts. He's also not tall enough to open those cupboards. I know. He's probably told his mom what he sees, Brendan. So she's freaked out. Tuck it in. Oh, man, I remember when the Pop-Tarts box looked like that. I know. Now it's all like blue and stuff. Stupid Pop-Tarts. Stupid branding and graphic design. Oh, they're like in their little private school uniforms. Did he steal the Pop-Tarts? No, his mom gave them to him when he was leaving. Oh, yeah. I love this because like, I'm sure going into the movie, you would know from the trailer sort of what's going on. But if you went into this movie completely blind, you would just be like, what is going on with this kid? I want to know. Like if they did such a good job setting it up. That's a pretty good practice saying what like your best day would be. You know who says that? Jigsaw. Want to play a game? It's actually Bruce Willis. <laughs> oh, his mother was like, you have an hour. Like, you can go fuck off for an hour. <laughs> well, I'll make your pancakes. 
I wish I could have pancakes for dinner. Oh, wait, I'm a grown-up. I can't have pancakes for dinner. <laughs> you can, you're right. Wouldn't be very good for you, probably. Although you could put, like, strawberries and stuff on them. I can make them more full of sugar. Bruce Willis is playing a dangerous game, dude. He's like, if I say a statement and it's right, you take a step closer to me. And if I say a statement and it's wrong, you take a step away. If you get to the door, you can leave. But if you get to the chair, you got to sit down. He wears his dad's glasses and his dad's old watch. They're divorced. I feel so bad for this kid. His father ran because he's a dick. He drew a picture of a man. He got in trouble at school for drawing a dude killing another dude, essentially. This shit's serious, Brendan. Word. Oh, a kid just schooled Bruce Willis, dude. Told him he couldn't help him. You're nice, but you can't help me. I'm HJO. Nobody can help me. Him and his wife are having problems, dude. If you're late for dinner with your partner and they're mad at you, you don't immediately start talking about yourself, Bruce. It was their anniversary, Bruce. It was their anniversary, Brendan. He really effed up. He fucked up. Stop looking at me, Swan. Stop looking at me, Swan. Oh, he's playing baseball. No, he's not. That's the baseball team. He's walking down the street with Bruce Willis chatting with him. No, I thought he was on the baseball team for a second. I kind of dig his scarf, dude. He's a handsome 90s fella. He is. They're discussing his... I don't. It's not even like a diagnosis. It's just him. He just told the kid he's not a freak, which is accurate. If you have a mental illness, you're not a freak. It's true. The mom's looking at pictures of her son. She sees a little flash in the picture next to him. She's finding them in all of the pictures. Coming back to our car conversation. I know. <laughs> I wonder if she has to pee when she's working. Do you think she just holds it? This kid was listening to us, man. Bruce Willis is explaining what free association writing is right now, but it's like a voiceover and we see the kid's mom cleaning his room in the process. And his mom is coming across the writings. Yeah. I'll kill you, I'll kill you. What the hell is going on? Damn, Swearing baby. someone stop the burning. Oh, that's such a real statement, though. He just said, I don't want to be scared anymore. And then we cut to Bruce reading a textbook or a book about... Abuse, I guess, and like circling a statement. His wife's being invited out by another man. Ooh, their basement is fucking eerie, dude. It's got one of those big-ass cement pillars. It's like one of those like old colonial like like wartime homes yeah. where everything's solid brick and don't step in the horse manure. <laughs> Called him cheese dick. He said, keep moving, cheese dick. Comedy gold, Brendan. I will not hit or kick anyone. Oh my God, I need to write that down. What is a cheese dick? Like a dick made of cheese? I, I don't know. Like I don't know why that's bread? an insult. Oh, the guy, it's Cheese Dick, dude. Cheese Dick is her son, is this guy's teacher. Is it? I don't know. He looks very similar. It's weird to me how much like American culture and and history you pick up from watching, obviously from watching movies, because like we never learned any of it in in Canadian school. The kid, kid, Cole is telling the teacher that they used to hang people in their school. They were talking about like hangings, like public executions happening. In the courthouse, and HJO is very, oh man, uh-oh. Oh, he's angry. I don't like people looking at me. Stop looking at me. He called his teacher a stuttering Stanley. Oh, the teacher called him a freak. 
there are much more adult ways to deal with that, I think. Clearly. But obviously, he kept yelling that the teacher was stuttering Stanley, which hit a nerve. Well, also, the teacher has no idea how he knows this. And then he's sitting in the library and Bruce shows up. Dr. Crow. I don't think we know his name, do we? I, I missed it if we found it out. We probably would at this point in the movie, though. Malcolm Crow. Maybe he's the brother of Russell Crow. Maybe. He's going to do a magic trick. He's basically the Joker. There were two quarters. We just held it in his left hand the whole time. Boom. The kid knows. Oh, he's watching like family videos. I think his wife was watching. Oh. Look at that TV. That's the real it's like shit a right there. Two inch TV. It's a CRT TV as well. Oh, it's their wedding video. He's what she was watching their wedding video. Making people are like saying their good wishes for the couple. Yeah. Those videos are really heartfelt actually, getting to hear what people think about like the couple. Wouldn't he have had more hair? I mean, probably. <laughs> they should have put like a mustache. Like a dirty stash. Unlike that everybody loves Raymond where they go back in time and they both have mustaches. Oh no, she's taking cabinet. antidepressants. He sees you a, made your wife depressed. He's a script for Zoloft prescribed by another doctor. How dare she's she? She's doctor cheating on him. So don't just walk away. You gotta freaking make her happier, man. What an ass. The basement door is locked. The Harry Potter door is locked. Oh, he's showing his friend the trick that Malcolm showed him. He's showing him the magic trick. That the Oh, God. It bothers me so much, Brandon. Because this is something that happens all the time in real life, too, is parents will talk about their kids. In front of them. When their kids can hear them. And it's like, they're not stupid. Just because they're young doesn't mean they don't understand. I, I hate it. I hate it so much. Your kids, you shouldn't do it in a spot where they can hear you because that can affect them. He hears a voice. He's like, open this door. Oh, he was invited to another kid's birthday party, but the other kids are... Yeah, and there's obviously like a spirit or something in the house that he's talking, he's hearing right now. It's Derek's birthday, or Darren. Derek? Darren? Oh, God, this kid's an asshole. Brandon, he's going to lock him in the place where the dead guy is. That's that's rude and talking to him. And his mother... Oh, God, Brandon. Oh, I hate it. Oh, God. Can you imagine being locked in like a dark place that you didn't want to be in as a kid? And he's just like screaming and crying. And no one's helping her. Why is no one helping her get the door open? How awful. Fucking shitty kids, man. Locked him in this place in the house. They don't know there's like a ghost in there or something, but still. And also he struggles with that is M. Night Shyamalan. It is. God, can you imagine as a kid being locked in like a dark place, but you can see like, oh my God. Based on some of the things that I've seen that do win awards nowadays, um, you can just see how the taste has changed over the years and how methods have changed. What Um, is happening right now? I'm talking to the... To the audience, Brendan. I was just, I was talking about how like, uh, it, it's its interesting to see the difference from movies like this to movies nowadays, because there are movies that have won awards nowadays. And it, like, I'm not saying they're bad movies, but like movies like this, 
stick out to me over movies like that because you know like it, it just blows my mind this movie hasn't won an award i can already tell like it's it's a fantastic movie and i because i've never seen it all the way through but i'm like enthralled by it i can't i can't look away brendan <laughs> so i don't know it just i it's nice to watch older movies and like really appreciate them now that i'm a little older and i have more knowledge in this area i like that blanket i kind of dig it too it's crocheted I feel like adults talking to kids about their problems is a big deal. Like, it happens a lot. Uh, Yeah. They're like, it's like misplaced. Like, they use the kid as their sounding board. Yeah, I don't think it's really fair. But Because a kid will ask a question like, why are you sad? And an adult will take that as like an invitation to vent. But it's not really an invitation to vent because the kid doesn't know. You shouldn't vent or dump. But I think you should be honest with them. I agree to be honest, but like saying stuff like what he's saying right now is a little. You should, you know, you should try to let them know at their level what they can understand. Yeah. In a perfect world. He's going to tell him his secret, Brendan. Also, why is he in his bedroom? He's not. He's in the hospital. I see dead people all the time. Walking around like real people. They're everywhere. It's so creepy. I I don't remember, but isn't there a point? In this movie where you start to see the dead people that he's seeing, Brendan? You're right, but I don't want to say any more. Okay. Man, those voice recorders. There's, we've seen a lot of those, those in the tape, 90s movies we've watched. Tape voice recorders. Yeah, Digital audio is, I mean, although tape is still a good medium if you, because digitally you can lose it, you can forget to record it, you can delete it accidentally. Are all the cupboards going to be open? They have a very beautiful home. Look at the pupper. They do have a beautiful home. Like, it's like a classical, he has a hole in his sweater and marks on him. What the heck? From That was from being in that cubby that they locked him in. But there's like scar, like bad scars. Oh, he was hit at school. No, that was, this is the same day that he, that the kids locked oh, him in the cubby at the this birthday this was party. a different day. No, this is night of that day. Okay. Yeah. So like he went to the to the medical place and then the, the therapist came to see him and now he's back at home. But his mom just noticed that he had like marks. a cut in his shirt. Because she was kept from back. him at the hospital. Yeah. But the social worker, the doctor had said, oh, he has to pee. But he, that's the worst when you're a little kid. Oh, that's not good. They keep their house at 72. Someone messed with the thermostat. No, the thermostat's going down because there's a ghost, Brendan. Someone, we don't know who it is. This would be the worst. If you were a kid and this was your reality, it would be the worst, Brendan. Now we get to find out who's fucking with the cupboards. Oh my lord, this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god, I feel it in my soul. That's why he stole the Jesus statues. To keep away the ghosts. But this woman, he thought it was his mom and she's screaming. That's terrifying. Oh, there's that jerk. Fucking asshole that locked him in the place. I hope you trip and break your skull. <laughs> Man, remember concerts where all the parents would videotape? Dude, this shit happened so much. I was actually in a, like a few of the plays when I was in school. He stopped walking. He sees people hung and lashed whipped in the school bruce doesn't see it obviously but hjo sees it hjo knows what's up hjo 
It's giving me chills. God, it's giving me chills. I know. It's giving me chills too, dude. It's like it's like the first ASMR. Make them leave. They're fucking hanging from the ceiling, kid. They can't leave. I could not talk like that for a whole episode. No, I really could. It's too weird. It's so creepy. And in between, you're like... (laughs) Hackney. Do you think that's the name of the store, or do they have to change it for the movie? I bet it's the actual name of the store, because it's the 90s. You know what I was thinking? His teeth are too big for his head. <laughs> they kind of are. Pedia ease. Oh, that's that jerk kid. What that a fucking. Oh. It's the jerk kid that locked him in the fucking the thing. TV? I don't is know, a, a shoe, shoe or something. Or a, hey, that thermostat is, to, I guess the other one would have been in the hallway. Yeah. So the heat is obviously not working, and... That's right. I don't want them on your table. Don't bring winter. Look at how tiny that table is. Do you remember those tables? It's like a it's like a di- fifty diners diner table. Yeah, like a fifties diner like table. Yeah, there's still like. Have you ever been to one of those restaurants? It's like a fifties themed. Yeah, I have. There's one in London, actually. Who moved the bumblebee pen? What are they eating? I don't know. It's not mashed potatoes. It looks like cauliflower, steak, salad, green beans. Someone took the pen. Cole, short for colon. <laughs> Cole. I'm never naming colon. my kid Cole now. When I have kids, they're not going to be named Cole. If you can make fun of the name, that can't be your kid's name. Uh, exactly. So I'm going to have a problem naming you my kid. To, like, test it out. We could crowdsource a name. Just use a random name generator for an RPG game. X1725B. He has dog pajamas. He does. That's pretty cool. They're eating roast beef. Roast beast. Like the who Vians from Whoville. His mom's mad because she thinks that he took a pendant, but he kept saying no because he didn't take it. It was one of the fucking jerk ghosts that took it. Everyone knows dogs can sense energy. Another oh. kid just walked into his room. It's fucking Kelso from that 70s show. Looks like him. Oh no, is, is his friend? Kid, the ghost kid has his head missing. Something's wrong with the dog. Oh, he's going to sleep in his room. Something's wrong with the dog. No, the dog ran out of his room because there's ghosts in there. The dog knows. She was like tending to the dog. I thought I heard dog noise. Yeah, because the dog was in the closet hiding and whining. He ran out of his room. But she knows something's very wrong. Wouldn't you if it was your kid? That's what we can infer from the emotion of that very raw emotion of the scene, Alex. I mean, I think the emotion of the same. If it was your kid, your heart would break. That's why she said, "Like you have to open up to me, otherwise, I don't know. I can't help you." (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, his wife is a jeweler. Don't get in a tizzy. He said, "Don't get in a tizzy to her." Brendan, I would say it. No, I'm just kidding. I I would never say that. Especially, well, not not especially. I would never say that. That's don't like, try it on. He's not gonna get. He's not gonna get any for a month. 
Oh, it's like a ring that belonged to somebody else. Oh, God, that store must be awful for the kid to go. she's telling a story of what it came from, where it came from. She's like an antique dealer. Oh, it's a guy that helps her at the store. It's not the teacher. No, it's not the teacher. She got him a birthday gift because it's a birthday. Oh, when your woman's buying another man birthday gifts, you know you got an issue. Here's a tissue for your issue. Anna. Whoa. All of a sudden they hear a bang and the glass on the door is broken. Oh, he he threw a rock at the door because he saw them well, getting all Also, close. why was his hand in his pants when he was walking away? <laughs> I don't know. Was, Maybe he hurt like, his hand like he when he punched gun. the window. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. He got angry and he's telling HJO that he can't treat him anymore. Cole. Colton. Also, like, doesn't he have any other clients? Apparently not. He just is consumed day and night. Consumed day and night by this one kid. How is he being paid? It's a lot of questions this movie has not answered. He's giving him the penny. Uh oh. Now he's now he's jumping into the tapes from the old from the other kid. Vincent Gray. Yo, he keeps talking about how they're very similar. Yeah. And that's part of what I think is driving him. Vincent Gray also saw dead people. But the recorder kept rolling. So he connects well with his patients. He doesn't understand how he can't get through to Cole. Now he's hearing things on the recorder. He's hearing Vincent because he turned it up. Yeah, Vincent's the other kid. The one that shot himself and shot him. Oh. All the way up to 11. I like how that dial turns more and more red. Yeah. That's cool. What? He hears like another voice on the tape. What? It was another. It was a dead dude talking to Vincent, man. Oh, he was playing with his army men in the church. I, I like how there are no employees in this church. There are no clergy. Yeah, for real. They never seem to lock the doors. Are you wigging out? He asks them. Nice. He's got some cool army men, man. He now believes him. He's telling him to listen to the ghosts because they just want help and then they'll go away. He just witnessed other man leaving his house. Cue the orchestral music. Oh, no. He's in the fort with the dog in his room, and he hears... He hears his mom having a bad dream. <laughs> That's awesome. Is someone hurting you? I'll kick their asses. Oh, the slanted camera. Mwah. What a beautiful That's touch. That's called a Dutch, right? Yeah, it's called a Dutch. Ba-dum-ba-dum. I remembered something I learned. That was a 30-degree Dutch. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's such, that's so good. He sees the ghost runs away and then the tent of the fort stays on her, in her, on her shape. The ghost girl shape. I think they were all like abused by the husband or something. Well, the yeah, husband they of the keep family that used about, to live in the house. I'll show you my dad's gun. You're, t- you're terrible. The wife said you're terrible. It could be the same family or it could be like generations. Who knows? Yeah. But like the wife had slit wrists and the daughter is throwing up a bunch and the kid had like a hole in the back of his head from being shot or something. Man, he is... I think it's safe to assume that like the bruises and stuff on the kid are from the husband. Oh, now we see the girl again. This movie is good, Brendan. He is just so, such a good actor. He is. conveying emotion. Like, I wonder if this role like scarred him. I don't know how you play so real without taking some of that like i i do you know who else is a is just an incredible actor like that though 
Um, this kid's really, really good at it. Um, but Tom Hanks actually is like insane. Timothy Hanks. Have you seen um, uh, Captain Phillips? No, that's the air- airport one. He Airplane? he's in like a yeah, and he's in like a traumatic event, and he doesn't know where he is, and like they're taking him in to like check him out with the paramedics and mm. stuff, and that scene is unbelievable like the acting from him in that scene about like him not knowing where he's at yeah. and being like i saw sully oh and i like castaway i like apollo 13 yeah, he's just good he's a he's a fantastic actor now they're going i don't know where they're at a funeral they're at, yeah they're at a but funeral. we don't know anything about it oh it's a girl oh it's the girl that it's the girl that came to see him that's why they're there yeah why was she in his house, though? It's so weird. The younger one of the family is ill. They said she was in bed for two years. How awful. I like how no one's watching them. Yeah, they're just, like, creeping around this house. Look at all Remember the VHS tapes, man. VHS tapes with your name on them? For I real. I actually have a stack like, my mom gave me I need to transfer. I have all of my old VHS tapes from when I was a kid still. What a creepy-ass room. Who has dolls hanging from their ceiling? I had clowns like that when I was a kid. Oh my oh, like god, trapezes. why? It was like a 90s thing, I don't know. So my mom decorated my room. She's under the bed. She fucking grabbed it's like his a hospital a bed, creeper. which makes it even creepier. Is it the same girl from the picture? Yeah, it's the, it's the one that was like, it was the one that was throwing oh, he up gives her the like a box. And he brings the box. So he's like helping her do her, finished, her unfinished business, I guess. He's got to give the box to what, her dad, I guess? I get her like poor grieving father. It's, like, so awkward and emotional at the same time. Oh, God, it's awful. Can you imagine receiving this from, like, a random kid you don't know at your daughter's funeral? Like, who you don't, a stranger, who you don't know, how, there's no right way to react. No, there really isn't. Just a random kid you don't know, a stranger comes up and gives you a box. And then, like, walk back away slowly, leave the father super confused, just like, what? Okay, that's even w- f- f- creepier. There's a VHS tape in, in it? What the hell is on the... V- Velvet-lined wooden box. That's why she had all those dolls. She liked to... She was a puppeteer, Alex. It's fucking creepy. She would have been the next Jim Henson. This poor, broken man. Like, watching her daughter's fucking puppeteering tapes. And then she gets back into bed to pretend that... <gasps> Her mom poisoned her with what is in that nigh prune juice. Is that pine salt? Yeah, it's some, some sort of chemical. Oh my god! And it's dawning on him. Can you imagine? That's why she was Can throwing up when she came to see imagine him. Imagine the betrayal and just the awfulness. Oh my god! Wait, was that her sister? It's her no, sister. No, it's her mother. Is it? Because they said the sister was sick as well. Oh my god. The fuck. The mom was like Munchausen by proxy. Oh my god. Can you imagine how you'd feel? I would be like livid. I, I would be. I wouldn't know destroyed. how to feel. I don't know how you live a normal life if something like that happens with someone obviously that you love and trusted and married and had a family with. And then he confronts. She looks insane. He fight. Wow, dude. That's nuts. Now Cole is talking to the sister in the front yard on the swing as Bruce, I mean Malcolm, looks on. 
Oh, that's what some a real shit. Angle. Just right well, on the you know what I, you know what you know him. why they do why they do camera angles like that, Brennan? Because he was he was incredibly humbled by the situation. So the camera like angle looks looking at him from above, bit. it looks down on him, it makes him feel smaller. Why would you tell a child that? I don't know, because he's a freaking weirdo. Because he called him Stammering Stanley? Is that what it was? Something like that, yeah. The sword and the stone. Did you ever do a play in school? I did. Like, not high school. No, grade school. Oh. <laughs> they made him the village, village idiot. That's fantastic. And they made, what's the character of Arthur, I think, in some of the... I don't actually know the story at all. I've only seen the movie once, to be honest. Well, it's, like a, it's like a legend. Like, it's a classic. It's a Disney movie, too, from the... Well... Like Disney made a movie out of it. Bruce has got like an unhealthy a- attachment to this child. What beautiful windows. Seriously. What a smart kid. Tells her to wait till she's asleep to talk to her. Then she'll listen. She won't even know it. Oh, he's like ending his therapy relationship with him because they made a breakthrough. So now he's embracing talking to the people he sees. That's pretty sweet, actually. Because he knows he can help them in a positive way. Yeah. He could be a positive force instead of... Well, and he doesn't have to be scared of them, too, which is the best part for him. And he's not hurting himself, although we don't know. Oh, there's a bad accident outside. <laughs> Three cars down, people are just pissed because there's a backup. <laughs> Station wagon. Sick car. I do like it. If I had one, I would enjoy it. Breakthrough. Can you imagine if you were this kid's parent well, and he was telling you these things? That's the correct answer as a parent. Mm. That's a wonderful answer. It was. <laughs> I don't I don't like that uh that line at all, to be honest. But that's okay. Oh, he says she took the bumblebee pendant. Makes more sense when he says that stuff, but just like out of nowhere. Grandma says hi. Oh now he's telling her a story from when she was little about her mother. Oh my god. Right in the feels, Brendan. Why do you make me watch shit like this, Brendan? This movie? I told you this is a serious movie, Alex. It is. It's too serious. It hits you, and I've seen it before. My God. Uh, Kill him. It's time to die hard. (laughs) She, like, watches their wedding video every night when she falls asleep. But she won't talk to him. Oh, my God. What? That actually got me, Brendan. I, I couldn't say anything because I knew if I said something, it you would actually know. fucking got me. I had I knew no you idea. Didn't remember, so I didn't say anything. <laughs> but think about it for a second now. Oh my god! That's why you can't open the fucking door. Why didn't she call nine one one, Brendan? Oh, she's like I'm a jeweler. I'll fix it. Antiques dealer or something. I hate it, but I love it. This movie did this right, though. Like, a lot of movies do this shit. It's like the dumbest, corniest thing ever and super predictable. I had no idea. I had no idea at all. Holy hell. But, like, call 911. Seriously. You heard it here first, folks. If, you're, if your partner gets shot, call 911, like, immediately. Like when stuff like that happens, you don't know how you're going to react. And I think it's I guess, true. but I feel like I would probably call an ambulance. What a beautiful home. Why do we continue to watch movies with beautiful homes? To make us feel bad. <laughs> make us feel badly about our modest homes. I feel like you wouldn't come to this realization this quickly. That's why you never see him interacting with his wife throughout the fucking movie. I was wondering. I was like, why Like, why do you never see them together? Well, also, why does he never talk to the mother? 
Why does he never yeah. go to an office? Why does he have, to have any other clients? Yeah, exactly. It was so hard for me not to spill beans. I fucking I I knew something was weird. <laughs> and I was like, what like what is going on with this? And then <laughs> I was like, it's a nineties movie. It's weird. Whatever. No, I'm just dumb. They did it really well. They did a good job. You're God, going to hell. <laughs> yeah, the screen turns red instead. <laughs> it's like the 007, like the, the blood coming down the, the golden oh in 64. That was the Alexander Gervais rendition of GoldenEye 007. Episode 30, where the film professional gets bamboozled. It actually bamboozled me. I was so like, I, I, that was good, man. That was a good. It's very. Was, so this is one of the reviews I saw earlier and I, it fits very well. Okay. Go for it. It's a quote from Carrie Ricky on Rotten Tomatoes from the Philadelphia Inquirer. So transparent is Osmond as an actor and so rare that the pain on his face stabs you in the heart. It's, it's true though. Here's a review that I found from Common Sense Media. Uh, this is one of the rarest movie treats. A thinking person's thriller that is genuinely haunting. You're lucky if you see a movie that you're still thinking about hours later. And I probably still will be, honestly. It was such a good twist at the end. Man, that was good. I was like, I was waiting, and I was like, oh. I'm surprised. I'm honestly surprised. I was so like into it that i just didn't realize earlier but i'm i'm sure i'll think it's really obvious now like you can't watch it, it that's the one thing is you cannot rewatch this movie if you, once you get it you're like oh it still hits you emotionally but it's not as like what and then you go back in your head and you try to replay all the scenes and figure it all out and look at the think about the camera angle and who was interacting who who was not interacting with him but we as the viewer only get so much information, right? Yeah. Well, and they did a good job. Like a lot of movies like this kind of fuck it up and like fail at keeping things properly. But I feel like this movie did it well. And it's because it's uh, M. Night Shyamalan. That's why. Like, it he's, got six he's Oscar amazing. nominations and was the highest grossing domestic horror film in the United States, obviously, for 20 years. Well, for good reason, honestly. Like, god damn. He's such a... Oh, man. What, is, what other movies has he done? Let's see. He's directed so much stuff. He did Glass. I still have to watch Glass. And I haven't Split, seen a actually. lot of... I've seen Signs. I like Signs. Yeah, signs is pretty good. The Visit was so good. I That movie blew my mind. Did you like... Do you ever watch The Visit? Can't say I have. He's also done some really bad movies. Like, he did The Last Airbender, which was, like, atrocious and some of that stuff, but... The Village was pretty good. I remember that movie. I haven't seen that either. Damn. You should watch The Village. That was a mind fuck. That movie was crazy. I feel like the thing with the thing with M. Night, M. Night Shyamalan, though, is that like the end of his movies always have that one big twist. Mm. So I was waiting for it, and I don't know how I didn't see it coming. <laughs> but they did a good job in that opening scene where he gets shot to like, they didn't let it go on long enough that you thought he, he died. Like they didn't let it go on long enough that it was like that it was really apparent. They kind of just like they got you too focused on like the the mental illness of the of the guy that came in and broke in their house and shot him. Right. 
So like they folk, it was like a sleight of hand trick. Like right. they made you think too much about that, that you didn't actually think too much about him getting shot. You were like, oh no, he's fine. But then you're like, oh, like he's better and his marriage is just <clears throat> on the rocks. Like, Yeah. And you thought that he had PTSD, but really it's that like he did die and his wife is mourning is what the issue is, which is why obviously uh, their marriage is not doing well because it's, she's a widow now. Like it's, it's just crazy that like realizing it all, like the way that they did it is so, so smart. It's good direction is what it is. Because there are movies that try to mimic it nowadays that I've seen, and they're just bad. Like, they didn't do a good job of it at all, but then there's this movie that actually did, like, a really fantastic job of it. There are a lot of little clues. This is from Looper. There are a lot of little clues for the twist that's coming. Cole's actions are very telling. He refuses to speak to Malcolm until he's sure his mom is out of earshot. He even looks into the kitchen to make sure... She's busy before playing the mind reading game. Yeah. Telling us that he knows something that we don't. Well, even the things that he said too, like they only see what they want to see and stuff like that. Mm. So I'm willing to bet there's at least one or two scenes where we see in the house that the bookcase is covering the door, but you don't really think much of it because like you don't really like the, the way that the cameras worked is you only saw the door up close when he was trying to open it and then probably from far away in other scenes. Mm-hmm. I'd be interested to like watch it again and pay attention to that stuff now that I know. That's what I mean. Like I've never actually seen the whole movie all the way through. I just, you know, saw scenes from it and like the scene where he says, I see dead people. I see dead people. I definitely never want to see dead people. No, that wouldn't be fun, man. I could not have happen ever. I'm glad I was hoping I enjoyed that a lot. It was going to get you. It got me. It really did. And I'm not even mad about it because it was pretty well done. Like it's I nothing bothers me more than a movie where it's I find out what's like there are a lot of movies that I watch and I think Steph could probably attest to this too, is that I'll be watching it and in like the first five minutes I'll just know. <laughs> it's like all right, well now I just gotta watch how this unfolds, but I know what's gonna happen. But this movie, I was like kind of on the edge of my seat. A lot of it. It was kind of interesting. It was fun to watch. Roger. I like when I'm constantly like trying to figure out what's going on. Roger Ebert only gave it three stars. I'd probably give it like a four star. Oh, but it's, it's hard. The With words movies like- in the at the beginning that were in another language were the next fall. Oh. So it's like a year has gone by since his murder or since he was shot. Gotcha. I think it's hard to write a to to write a review for movies like this because I, I think that to write a proper review for it you'd have to write it immediately after watching it before like delving into the story a little bit more and stuff. Just because like once you start seeing the way that things unfolded and like the clues that were put in the movie deliberately, it starts like muddying up your opinion of it and making your review a little bit less authentic. I find. Mm. Because if I just think back on it right now without watching it a second time, I, I, like, it, it was great. Like, there's a lot of, like, sort of, like I said, sleight of head. I guess it's sort of sleight of mind what they were doing. Like, trying to, like, make you think about some one thing over another so that you would not. They basically drew attention away from the main character for the whole movie so that you wouldn't focus too hard on it, you know? Yep. They did a good job. Way to go, M. Night Shyamalan. He's a good director. I like, uh, I like Christopher Nolan, too. Have you ever seen Christopher Nolan's movies? I just oh I God. have to finish Batman Forever. I'll probably finish it tonight. He's he's good, man. Or ba- Batman I watch Begins. Not Batman. I haven't seen. I've I've watched it tri- twice, and I cannot understand it. I want to watch it because I maybe I'll watch it tonight. But like I I really need to 
I've been meaning to watch it for a while because I really love Christopher Nolan. I liked Inception. Um, I really liked Interstellar. As you know, we've watched that together many times. Um, Memento is really good. I've never seen Memento. Maybe I'll watch that tonight. It's It fucks with your head. Watch it, though, because it's good. <laughs> Ooh, The Prestige. I've also never seen that. But basically, the, I haven't seen The Prestige either, but everyone recommends it, so maybe I should watch that too. But the, the thing about Memento that's weird is that like it's a guy that has short-term memory loss, and he basically uses photos to like make his way through life. Yeah, that's Memento. Well, I've, and like, well, he I've writes on the photos. The... the the Brooklyn Nine Nine parody episode. Is there a Brooklyn Nine Nine parody episode of Memento? Where one of the characters is like, "You're like Memento," and then the whole episode they're like trying to retrace his steps. That's hilarious. I have not seen that. I don't think that's so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should watch it for sure. All right, are we ready for some uh, VHS reviews? I'm prepared. From Amazon Japan. Give them to me. <laughs> See if we can find VHS. Is it going to translate them for me? Because otherwise I won't know. I don't know what this means. What's 240 yen? Oh, translate. There we go. Thank you, Amazon, for... Here we go. All right, I'm ready. Serious, horror, mysterious, but warm and dignified masterpiece. What was boring is not because your eyes are discerning, but lack of understanding. I agree. A work that feels boring for people with insight and imagination... There are spoilers, in brackets. It was boring to say (laughs) modestly. No, no matter how you interpret it. Even if you look at sensitivity, max, it will be boring. The reasons that led to watch this work are as follows. Evaluation was very high. Relatively reliable Yahoo rating, etc. Don Don returns suspense. I don't know what that means. If you get a good deal of the top, first... I could imagine a punch. Malcolm was dead in the early few minutes, and because it is too boring by itself, I think no, there is still something else behind it. What two endings without any twists in the street? One word when the ending flow is, HA! Each person has a different sense of value and sensitivity, but no matter how he lifted his wor- this work, I felt like the Tsumaranai. What does that mean? It, it must be a Japanese word. What does it mean? Boring. Mono bored. Dull, insignificant, unutterable, messed up, subdued. Someone wrote a bad review of this movie. These are like, all one stars. Yeah, like this is another one star review from this year. And it says, Bruce Willis is charming and a better actor than I expected based on other movies. But this story is unconvincing and the movie takes a long time to plod through its thin material. Attempts to be sinister are merely annoying, particularly the music. So this review bothers me because it it literally just, it's basically the dude that's doing the review talking about his, his like, um, his short attention span. Okay. So it's obviously a younger movie reviewer. And the reason I think that is because most of the the younger generation or younger people um, that probably primarily review like newer movies don't have the attention span for a movie that like, you know, makes you makes your mind work for for what you're going to get out of it. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of scenes in this movie that are slow and a little bit like uh, Shyamalan. there's 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 not a lot of there's not a lot of action in it and stuff like that. Right. Like you you there's a lot of dialogue and there's a lot of like 
slow buildups and like to like a, a pinnacle moment or whatever else. But I feel like that's, I feel like it's very like artful and the movie did a good job of it. I don't think that reviews like this are, are valid. <laughs> One of the, and I'm sure it's the translation, but this is the review. Uh, I, I can't pronounce, unfortunately, the name of the reviewer reviewed in Japan okay. on September 12th, 2009, because it's in Japanese, not because I can't pronounce it. Uh, the crap in the crap. It is the best crap in movies I've ever seen. I watched it in the cinema without any prior knowledge, but I found the end in five minutes after it started. People who are saying the lack of shock are young people, about junior high school students, or those who have not watched too much movies until now. Let's watch a lot better movies for you guys. There are many better movies. Such a movie won't kill time either. Wow. The crap in the crap. The crap in the crap. One of the reviews from Yui Zeta is titled, Is? Question mark. I understand the ending just at the beginning. I thought, no way. And I keep watching it as expected. I stunned at the end without any hinari. Why is this director appreciated? I can't understand the signs and villages after this is also... Hi, Hidoi work, and I don't see this person's work anymore because it is just a waste to watch. Clearly, One of the reviews that I was reading just says not scary at all. One star. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. No, I, I honestly like I appreciate. And I think I've said it a bunch of times on the podcast, but I just appreciate older movies because they they sort of test your ability to 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 deal with that uncomfortable feeling when you don't really know what's happening mm. for a really long time. And I think that's something that like is lost on a lot of newer movies because everyone needs instant gratification in order to stay interested. So newer movies actually cut and like allow you to know what's going to happen or what's happening in a scene a lot quicker than what older movies did. And I mean, I say older movies, it's only 20 years old, but still. I think it, I think it, sh- it shows through quite a bit nowadays. Even in like the series that I work on and stuff, Things happen so quickly and cuts happen so quickly. There's not a lot of long scenes or a lot of things that like, you know, make your mind work very hard anymore. Mm. I think there's a common misconception that like TV and movies are just meant to be used as something to, you know, let your mind drift away and not do anything for two hours for, you know, I feel like a lot of movies can, can really make you think though and work your mind as well which is you know a lot of the reason why i watch movies when i'm watching them by myself or you know when i pick a movie by christopher nolan or by m night Shyamalan, i want to watch it because i want to think or i want to like you know have that wow moment i don't watch it because i just want to drift away and not think about anything for two hours but i'm sure some people get enjoyment out of that guess what the rating is of this movie on what rotten tomatoes no the 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 pg rating it's probably pg-13 yep I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? There's no nudity. There's like very little swearing, if any. I don't remember hearing any swearing in the movie. And you don't see like anything that's... The most gruesome thing you see is the back of that one kid's head that was shot or whatever. But like even that wasn't that bad. There are worse PG-13 rated movies from the 90s, Brendan. Come on. It's true. I think think it's pretty scary, but I think it's an appropriate movie for like yeah. a horror movie for some for like a younger person to watch if like let's say you're like 14 and you like horror movies this would be a good one to watch because it's not super like give you nightmares for months it's just like a little freaky and 
I actually almost like it, it's weird though because movies like this in a lot of ways are scarier than movies that are like rated 18A because the 18A movies are mostly gore. <laughs> and movies like this are like it's in your mind, you know? I, like the scary parts say, of it. Like knowing the twist, I liked rewatching it and focusing on the acting and the emotion. Right. And it was still yeah, good that makes sense. to watch. It's a good movie. I I I would watch it again just to watch mm. it and see kind of like where where I missed things and stuff. I would love to watch it and pay pay really close attention to how they're trying to direct your thought process mm. so that you don't catch what's actually happening. Because that's a common thing that, that is done in movies and TV shows now is, oh, it was all a dream or, oh, he's actually been dead this whole time, you know. But you don't you don't expect to watch. Like, I don't I didn't expect to watch a movie and not actually catch that because you see it so often but it's because it's done so poorly nowadays and this movie did it really well i appreciate it i love this is why i love our podcast i love watching movies that are like it's like the start of people doing stuff like this you know and this is like where certain movies got this idea from like groundhog day there's a lot of movies like groundhog day but they all got their inspiration from that movie yeah this was the the springboard for a lot of thriller horror mind bendy that brings our our ghost movie to an end joe's our poltergeist trilogy so what will we do next you'll have to wait and see i guess it's my choice isn't it find out next time on refined 90s cinema with alex and brendan thanks for listening subscribe subscribe Why not? 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 Why not?